Welcome to another episode of the Hammer Down Sales and Productivity Podcast, where we're going to make you productive and not busy. Addressing the needs of business owners and planting the seed for a secure future. Do you want your business to grow and prosper without sacrificing the freedom to live the lifestyle you want? Do you want to build a company that you can cash out and sell one day so you can retire comfortably or go after the next big idea? So ask yourself the following questions. Do I want to become far more successful and productive? Do I want to grow my business to the next level? Do I want a business to work for me or me to work for it? Do I want to develop a dominating team of employees? And do I want a business that is both fun and profitable? Remember, action, attitude, and approach. And we're here to help you with that. Hey, everybody, it's Wayne Weathersby on the Productive Not Busy podcast. Hope everybody's doing well. Today's topic, we're going to cover some of the top sales books that I've read that have really made an impact or have brought me material processes, procedures, ideas that I've used consistently over the years. And I was kind of going back, trying to figure out where I got some of the stuff that you know, has evolved in my career and my path, especially in coaching. And so I started going through my library, and and it's funny um, that these books have the most wear and tear on them. Um, it's uh, kind of a neat situation that I've I've gone back and I've got posty notes and and bookmarks and napkins stuck in certain parts of all these books. So I just wanted to share them with you. Uh, if you're looking for something, you know, to um, boost your your mental state, there they say that uh, successful people, the most successful people in the world read up to 60 books a year. Um, I don't read 60. Um, I'm to about three a month. Um, so it's um, it's an ambitious plan to read 60. But if you want to get better at what you do, anything that you can put in your brain and then put into motion is a great idea. The first book I want to talk about is a book by Malcolm Gladwell called The Outliers, The Story of Success. Um, there's a story that is usually told about, you know, extremely successful people, story that focuses on intelligence and ambition most, most of the time. In Outliers, Malcolm Gladwell argues that the true story of success can be very different. And that if you want to understand how some people thrive, then we should spend more time looking around them, such as their families, their, where they're born, um, sometimes even their birth date. Uh, the story of success is more complex and a lot more interesting than it initially appears uh, before you read this book. Um, Outliers explains that um, like the Beatles and Bill Gates and what they have in common, uh, the extraordinary success of Asian people in math, and the hidden advantages of uh, star athletes, and why basically all New York lawyers have the same resume. And it's the reason that you've never heard of the world's smartest man, all in terms of generation, family, culture and class, it matters what you, you know, year you were born, if you want to be a silicon billionaire, for example. Uh, glad we all in this book argues and it matters you know, where you were born if you want to be a successful pilot even. The lies of outliers, those people whose achievements fall outside the normal experience. Uh, he follows a peculiar and unexpected logic in this book and it's making the logic plain. Gladwell does a really good job and presents a fascinating and provocative you know, blueprint for, for human potential. So I would definitely check out Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. 
Uh, the second book is well, a small book that someone gave me when I was in the car business. Um, and it's about how to, you know, how passion in your work and life can turn ordinary into extraordinary. It's called The Fred Factor. It's a book written by Mark Sanborn. And um, in this book, The Fred Factor, um, Mark Sanborn recounts the true story of a guy named Fred, the mail carrier who passionately loves his job and who genuinely cares about people he serves. Because of that, he is constantly going the extra mile and handling mail and sometimes watching over houses for people while they're gone, treating everyone he meets as a friend. Where others might see delivering mail as monotonous and drudgery, Fred sees an opportunity to make a difference in the world of the people that he serves. You know, we've all encountered people like Fred. Um, in The Fred Factor, Mark Sanborn illuminates the simple steps each of us can take on a daily basis to transform our lives from or ordinary into extraordinary. Sanborn, through his stories about Fred and others like him, reveal the four basic principles that will help you bring like fresh and creative um, times to your life and work and how to make a real difference every day to become more successful by building a strong relationships, how to create real value for others without spending a penny and how to constantly reinvent yourself. That's again, that is the Fred factor um, by Mark Sanborn. Now the next book I want to uh, cover is David J. Schwartz book, the magic of thinking big, um, acquire the secrets of success, achieve everything you've always wanted. And personal property, financial security, all of, all of the above. Um, it's a very interesting read. Um, millions of people throughout the world, you know, have improved their lives using this book. Uh, David Schwartz has been long regarded as one of the foremost experts on motivation. Uh, he will help you sell better, manage better, earn more money, and most important, all find greater happiness and peace of mind. In the magic of thinking big, he gives you useful methods, not empty promises. Um, Dr. Schwartz presents a careful design program for getting the most out of your job, your marriage and your family and your community. He proves that you don't need to be intellectual or have an innate talent to gain great success. But you do need to learn and understand the habit of thinking and having, behaving in ways that will get you there. And the book, lays it out very simple how to believe you can succeed and you will cure yourself of fear of failure think and dream creatively you are what you think you are make your attitudes your allies learn how to think positively turn defeat into victory and use goals to help you grow and last think like a leader i highly recommend that book i've read it several times it's in paperback in my copy, and it is wore out, so I've used it quite a bit. The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. Another one that was given to me um, by one of my coaching compadres uh, is a book called Hope is Not a Strategy by Rick Page. It's the six keys to winning the complex sale if you're a salesman. Um, you know, it talks about how to world-class in sales and consulting and consistently landing newer and bigger clients with huge contracts even the fast changing risk-laden economy that we're in right now the world this will these pr principles always work the world's leading authority in business to business 
selling is about, you know, here's to show you how to do things his way and how you can break things down into simple chunks that make things a lot easier for you. Um, combining the common sense approach with the best kept secrets of the world's most successful salesmen that they share in this book presents a proven six step process for winning sales opportunities and shows you how to sell to a prospect strategic business pain for greater value. Uh, qualify the prospect for forecasting accuracy. Differentiate your solution to build a competitive advantage. And link your strategy to the prospect's decision-making process. Sell the power by finding the key to a buyer's politics. And then communicate your strategy through your team. Great book, Hope is Not a Strategy by Rick Page. And last but not least, one of my mentors, um, I've worked with this guy for 25 plus years. He's always been uh, in or around everything that I've done. And that is the 10X rule by Grant Cardone. You know, like Grant says, extreme success by definition lies beyond the realm of any normal action, right? If you want to achieve extreme success, you can't just operate like everybody else and settle for mediocrity. You need to remove luck and chance from your business equation and lock into just massive action. So in the 10X rule, it shows you how. Success is, like Grant says, your duty and your obligation and responsibility. And the book will give you step-by-step guidance on how to achieve the phenomenal success. So the 10X rule, you'll learn to establish the amount of effort needed to guarantee success and ensure you can continue to operating at high levels through any economy. Most people desire the success and have great ideas, but they come up short on the amount of action that they take or what is required to get their lives or their businesses into those exceptional situations. Four degrees of action exist. And in order to achieve your dreams, you must learn to operate at the fourth degree of action, which is massive action. The 10X rule will dissolve fears, increase your belief in yourself, eliminate procrastination, and provide you with an overwhelming sense of purpose. The 10X rule compels you to separate yourself from everyone else in your market. And if you do that, nothing can stop you. Stop thinking in terms of basic needs and start aiming for abundance in all areas of your life. This book will help you do that. The 10X rule will guide you toward the frame of mind that all successful people share. Aim 10 times higher than you are right now. And if you come up short, you'll find yourself further along. And if you've maintained your life's current situation, you'll be way ahead. So in the 10X rule, it teaches you how to reach goals that you previously thought were totally impossible. Correctly set goals and guarantee their achievement. Create unprecedented levels of happiness and satisfaction in every area of your life. Use fear as a fuel to move yourself and your business and your team into action. Get everything you want and never have to settle for anything. And then how to absolutely dominate and obliterate your competition and become a role model for success. This book is a must-have. I listen to it on a daily basis on Audible. I have a hardback copy right by my bed, and it's the first thing that I pick up in the morning with my glass of water. And I sit and I read a chapter every single solitary morning when I get up. So if you want to take yourself to the next level, I would say find yourself these five books or five books to get yourself motivated. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Hammer Down on Productivity and Sales podcast with me, Wayne Weathersby. If you liked it, please subscribe today on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And if you would, take a second and give us a rating or leave us a message. It would be greatly appreciated. Welcome to another episode of the Hammer Down Sales and Productivity Podcast, where my mission is to help you achieve more success, more clients, a better mindset, and to create that killer mentality that will take you and your business to extraordinary levels. Everybody, Coach Wayne here. Welcome back on a little trip in between appointments here. And I wanted to reach out and talk about something that I'm occurring and accruing in conversations almost on a daily, hourly basis. Mindset and attitude are going to be absolutely 100% the fuel to however your day ends up. Today alone, it is 2.03 on a Saturday afternoon, and I've already encountered two or three people that are having really bad days for various reasons over stuff that really shouldn't be too terrible. And if you would just reframe your outlook, even on something that's terrible things go so much easier for you and everybody else around you. We've had conversations about whether you should be vaccinated or not vaccinated. We've had conversations on whether you should wear a mask or not wear a mask. We've had conversations about financing falling through on a particular project. And my thought on all of that is, is look, if you're upset because you got to wear a mask, be thankful that you get to wear a mask and that you're not on a ventilator or that you don't have cancer or you don't have leukemia or you don't have diabetes. If you are upright and able to talk about it and have something to gripe about and be upset about, you got to remember that you're spreading that venom around the perimeter. So everybody that comes in contact with you is going to get poisoned by that. Don't have conversations about stuff that you actually should be thankful for. Right? You're in a long line at a restaurant drive-thru. Okay. So you got to wait a few extra minutes to drive your car that you can pay for, that you can sit in line and wait for your food to be handed to you out the window so you can conveniently drive down the road and eat it. Don't have conversations with young people who really need to form their own opinions on stuff. But there are people out there that want to make sure that 
they get their minute of fame with those young folks and help them form an opinion on how they should think about whatever. For instance, I have this saying, well, if that's the worst thing that's going to happen today, I'll be thankful. Anytime something bad, stressful, catastrophic happens, I instantly say that to myself. Well, if that's the worst thing that happens today, I'll be thankful. For instance, my mother had a massive stroke over the 2020 Thanksgiving holidays. Perfectly healthy, vibrant 69-year-old. Just back from three or four months in Hawaii, doing all kinds of amazing things, and has a stroke in the middle of her bedroom floor. And now she can't walk. And now she can't use her right side of her body, which means she can't write. She has a hard time feeding herself. She can't put on her clothes. She can't tie shoes. All the stuff that was probably a hassle the day before is now impossible, and she would long and wish and hope that she could just do it one more time. And why I'm saying this stuff is, is that mindset and attitude are absolutely not a commodity. There is no limit to how much goodness can come out of your brain if you just let it happen. Let the bad stuff be the fuel for positivity. Take a look at your job. Take a look at your 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 relationships. Take a look at your kids, the people that you impact and are involved with on a daily basis. Be that light that people need to be positive and smile and happy. There is nothing up to the limit of somebody dying that is bad enough to be ugly, upset, and nasty, and make sure that you make everybody around you just as upset, mad, and nasty as you are about the situation. Right? Be thankful that you have to get up early to go to work, to your job. Have a great attitude about your job. Run your position at your place of employment like you own the company. Like that little portion of what you do is your business. Build your brand. Don't be mad at the person that's hired you to do that job. Don't be ugly to the person that's hired you to do that job and talk bad about the company and what they do and don't do for you. They're the ones that took the risk and got out there and created a space for you to have a job. I see that a lot. A lot of people want to, when I interview employees of companies, there's a lot of negativity. And rightfully so. Maybe the person that runs the company or owns the company is not the best person to work for in the world. But that's okay because you have a choice to do it somewhere else or start your own gig. I'm a firm believer in positive thinking. And finding the positive in every situation will help lighten the load. Is it going to turn out perfect every time? Is it going to make things better? It'll make things easier to deal with. Right? I was listening to people that have been blessed with success 
and listen to how if you look at it from their standpoint there was an actor who was pretty much an unknown and had a movie open up on a Friday that Thursday he went and did his normal lunch routine where he would walk down a promenade downtown LA go to a sandwich shop get his normal sandwich and his soda and walk back to his apartment he said there was approximately 400 people that he encountered on that walk 399 of them never even acknowledged that he was alive. The other one bumped into him by accident. And he was like, man, I just, you know, I've got a movie coming out. I can't believe nobody even knows that I exist. Following Monday, after a blockbuster opening of that movie, he makes his normal walk to his lunch sandwich shop. Approximately 400 people he encounters. 399 of them wanted a piece of his time. Talk to him, take a picture, do this, do that. The one that didn't pay attention was he was saying that it was a blind person. I don't know if that was a joke or not, but people were asking him questions about stuff that really no one had ever asked him about before. And he had to take a moment, and it was so overwhelming that he actually had to go somewhere and to get away from it to figure out how to adjust. And how he handled it was with positivity. You hear people going, gosh, I can't even walk outside my house without somebody bothering me. Or I can't go to the grocery store. Or I can't do this. Well, you can control that. Be careful what you wish for. See... In my coaching business, I coach a, a segment called Killer Conversations and Building Your Brand. And it's about obscurity is a lonely place, especially when you're in business. You want to own a business and you want to have people come and participate in your business and help you become successful. But if nobody knows who you are, you're going to fail. The more people, the more omnipresent that you are with a positive attitude is going to attract people. Now, if you have a shitty attitude and you open up your doors and you're ugly with people and you don't make eye contact and you give crappy service, people are going to not partake in your business. They are not going to be ambassadors. But if you surround yourself with like-minded people that are positive, that are there and running it like it's their business and their money, sky's the limit. Because people are going to tell other people that that's where they need to be. And that's where they're going to need to go to be in a place that makes them feel good. If you own a restaurant, the problem you're solving for people is they're hungry and they want good food and a good experience. Well, the better job you do of solving that problem for you for them you're gonna make you're gonna be able to charge a premium if you have crappy service with bad attitudes you're not gonna be able to give your food away take driving down the road for instance I ride with people that have ridiculous amounts of road rage I don't know how people go through life feeling like that everybody's an idiot everybody's an asshole everybody's a moron everybody's out for a Sunday drive everybody but them and this particular person I'm talking about well, uh, got rear-ended at a red light one time. 
and he told me about it and wanted me just to be as mad and spit and fire as he was. And he didn't talk to me for a while because I said, well, let me ask you this. Were you running a little bit behind? Were you a little stressed when you were on the road? You... Nope, I was minding my own business. I had just told him, look, if you had left three minutes earlier, you wouldn't have got hit at the red light. That's the way I look at it. It's my fault for being in that spot. Take ownership of the bad stuff. Take ownership of the hard stuff. Take ownership of being the light that when you walk in the room, are you going to be the person that everybody freaking freaks out and wants to get away from? Or do you want the person that can be engaging and walk up to any person and bring a little happiness, light, and confidence, and mindset, and attitude, and all that stuff that goes along with it, and they're a better person because they came in contact with you? It's easy. I wake up every morning, put my feet on the floor, drink eight ounces of water, and the very first words out of my mouth, out loud, I say, it's going to be a great day. I know people that get up and go, oh God, what's going to happen today? Oh God, I don't want to go to work because, oh God, I don't want to do this. had a conversation with a young lady the other day. She was super stressed because she had to get up early and get her two perfectly beautiful, healthy little babies up and get them to school on time. And I was like, why is that? Why is that stressful? Well, they don't do this and they don't do that. Well, when they're young folks, they're not ready to be on time. They're not ready. They don't know. The, all they know is what you tell them. And what you're telling them is, is because of you, we're late. Because of you, we don't have time to eat. Because of you. And that is a terrible mapping message to give a young person. You should be setting the example, setting the pace of the pack. It's not because of them that things are slow, ugly, not on time, hard to do. We're the adults. We're the ones that make the rules. Just take a step back and look and make sure that you're leaving good footprints for people to follow. Take the time to be positive. There's enough negativity. There's enough ugliness. It's the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated, the Republicans versus the Democrats. That's a scary thought because when you start thinking about it, say we're all in a boat together and the boat starts going down. That isn't going to be people helping people. There's people out there saying that unvaccinated people should be arrested and put in a holding cell until they get decide that getting vaccinated is the right thing to do. That is a terrible attitude. That is a terrible idea. And this isn't a political statement on my part. My part is this, the positive view on the world today, whether it be in business and relationships and money, whatever, 
is that not a single solitary person controls what goes on instead of my mind from my body inside my household with my offspring. The President of the United States doesn't come to my house every day and say, hey, checking in with you, are you doing this, 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 and this? I can choose to get up. I can choose to be happy. I can choose to have a great attitude. I can choose to eat healthy. I can choose to exercise. I can choose what kind of job I want to do. I can choose what kind of effort I put behind it. I can choose what kind of people are in my circle. I can choose what kind of car I drive. You have the power to choose whether or not your life is good or not. Wake up with a terminal illness. See how much control you have over that. Wake up with your child being ugly, nasty, and vile to their partner when they grow up. That stuff doesn't just happen. They learn that somewhere. I have a saying, and I've said it a couple times in this podcast. The pace of the pack is set by the speed of the leader. If you don't want to be upset, and you don't want to have the unknowns, don't be in the pack. Set the pace. And set a good one. Hope everybody has a great day. Remember, be productive, not busy. Attitude, mindset, and effort are everything. You absolutely can control anything that happens going on in your life. Is it going to be easy? No. There is hard stuff that you'll have to address. There is always a decision. There's always an option to make things better. If you don't know how, reach out. You can reach me here through a private message on the podcast, which if you would, please go rate and subscribe. I would greatly appreciate it. Audible, Spotify, iTunes, Pocket Casts. I just want everybody to have a little extra light in their life, and things are a lot easier when you take the negatives and find a positive spin and a solution. People are going to be more apt to help you with the solution to a hard situation if you're easy and kind and nice to be around. You guys have a great day. Be safe. Take care.